All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the EKN Trackside Live Happy Hour with Howden podcast show. This is volume two, issue number nine, show number 12. Uh, we're taping here Friday, August the 4th, 2006. We are in Shano, Wisconsin, the beautiful USA International Raceway. Uh, as always, here with the ass behind the glass, my uh, producer, Mr. David Cole. David, uh, welcome to another another happy hour with Howden. What up? <laughs> what up? That's a new one. Yeah, yeah, it just I came like out that. of my head right there. I can live with that. It's not quite as dumb as you usually no, do. So that's a good start. No, I'm trying uh, to smarten up here a little bit. Happy to be here. Not too hot. I, well, you weren't here last year uh, when our old man Tim Blaney and I were here for the race, and it was swelteringly hot in Chano. I'm glad I was doing my own little racing instead of over here. I can tell you this for sure. I know that it's even though it's not even as hot outside, it's way cooler in the press room here at Shawano this year. They've got air conditioning going. It's nice. It's very nice in there. I enjoy the air conditioning very well. <laughs> you taking that? All right. Uh, our guest today uh, coming up, we've got uh, a couple of young drivers that we're going to talk to you real briefly. Uh, a couple of guys that had a chance to, to get their licenses uh, with the Formula BMW program. We have Brett Smurs and uh, Michael Vincek with us uh, on the EKN hot seat. Uh, today we have Paul Zaley from Stars of Carding. Got a couple of cool things that Paul's going to lay out for you guys. And uh, when we get rolling in for our, uh, our roundtable discussion, we've got uh, Jamie Siraki from Franklin Motorsports and Steve Welk from Linear Sport and a GBR Racing. Got a, a pretty cool topic we're going to talk about, one that most guys have talked about before when it comes to karting. We're going to kind of chat about, about what karting is. Is it an amateur sport? Is it a feeder system? Obviously, if you're smart, you believe it's both. We're going to talk about about both sides of it and you know kind of what it uh, what we need to do to to make sure both can coexist at the same time uh usual run through we've got our ekn newswire so we'll do the hot seat with zalu the roundtable discussion uh, we'll have a look at our first cart.com performers of the week uh, the hot drivers that have uh, showed the way in the last couple of weeks here in north american karting we'll do the supercar illustrated new issue preview we'll tell you what's new with ski and what's uh, on the production computer and we'll wrap things up with the italian motors racing calendar we obviously want to thank our sponsors here, FirstCart.com and Italian Motors, for supporting the program. Uh, we are live right now, right by poolside, essentially, here at USA International. It's somewhat close to the pool. The sun's going down. It's kind of good. We've got a band rocking and rolling in the back. One of the local Shino High School bands is going in the background. They're firing up again. And nah, we, nah, 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 nah. You want to sing centerfold. My angel is a centerfold. How old were you with that when that happened? Oh, I think I was in about grade eight. I was probably five or six. You're five or six. But I was rocking to it on MTV. You know what? That's just lame. That's so lame. I feel pretty old. <laughs> they, they weren't even born These yet. These guys are going center what? Centerfold? What are you talking centerfold? about? Centerfold? What's that? It's on the inside of the ski, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's a good time down here, folks. The, uh, the the owners of USA International Raceway have got a free brat fry going. we got tunes. It's, it's pretty cool. And uh, as part of the happy hour, they've got Miller products for sale, too, which is kind of cool. They're digging that. All right, let's uh, roll into EKN Newswire. Um, Barber Motorsport Park just last uh, last week, David, you were down there for the Grand American race. Uh, Robbie Harper had one of his Big South events there. Uh, fantastic at the Pro Card Invitational, but the big news, aside from the great racing on the track, on uh, the fantastic Barber facility was the fact that a rumor floating through the paddock that WKA next year will not be running their Daytona Kart Week event. Is that true, David? Well, they're still working negotiations right now. They're trying to settle everything. Uh, but pretty much 90% of the paddocks said, you know, uh, we're not going back next year. That's, the bottom that's, line that's is the rumor heard. is out there. We haven't been able to pin down Randy Kugler. We're going to try to get him on uh, probably maybe for an interview. If we can do maybe get him for a phone interview to get that scoop locked and loaded. But it sounds like 
Uh, the way the sport's changing nowadays, a lot of guys just don't want to be down there for Christmas. Uh, last year they had a bit of a battle, too, the, uh, the dirt track down in Daytona, which really uh, helped fill the coffers. I pay, helped pay for the big track. The dirt drivers uh, run out at the municipal stadium. They had a very, very low turnout compared to in years past when I'd actually driven there as well. They used to get 2,000. They were well south of 1,000, maybe not even 500 this year. I don't even think that. They were done before the sun went down almost every night. You cannot go to Daytona and not make the big dollars off the dirt track and be able to pay for the the Daytona facility. So that's the rumor right now, folks. That will, you know, a lot... A lot of people maybe maybe not be happy with the fact that they're not going to such a famed racetrack like Daytona. There's going to be a lot of other people, primarily mothers and grandparents and grandfathers, that are going to have their kids and families home for Christmas for the first time in, what, 30 years? 30, 40 years, something around there. Exactly. So uh, that is the rumor that's going out. Definitely a major news wire uh, through EKN. You're going to see that, I guarantee, as a top story next uh, week once we get a chance to sit down with Mr. Randy Kugler, the WK president. Uh, more news coming through uh, this past week. Uh, Don Moormeister, uh, the veteran tech man, uh, we've been told that he will be leaving the Stars of Karting, not going to be doing any more work with the Stars program. He's just overwhelmed a bunch of work for uh, for Mr. Newmeister. He's going to slow it down a little bit and being able to maybe pull out of the nine or ten races <laughs> that he ran every year with Stars of Karting. Uh, sorry to obviously see Don Moormeister go from Stars, a fantastic tech man. Great to see him in the paddock every weekend. But uh, he'll be still on the, on the racetrack, just uh, taking a little more time at home. Big news actually hit the news. Top story, David, on uh, on Tuesday uh, when Scusa released that uh, for the Super Nationals 10, the host hotel was going to be Hooters. Hooters uh, Hotel and Casino. You know, they're talking about trying to have no juniors there. There's not, there won't be any junior classes, all senior. Why not go to Hooters? Why not go to Hooters? I enjoy it. You know what? I'm not against it either, myself. I like to see the orange and white. We might not leave the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> they have closed circuit TV, maybe. Probably something like that. We could have. We could probably pay somebody to go cover it for us. I'm not gonna watch myself because Kimberly, my wife, might be listening to this. Uh, my might, wife doesn't listen. You know what? So. She doesn't listen. To it. <laughs> no, doubt she has. I can say whatever I want. She doesn't care. All right. Uh, so the Hooters Hotel is now the host hotel, and the great thing about it, aside from where we were at Rio, and it was plus 140 bucks. $39 and $59, I believe, the hotel room nights. 39 and 59 You're talking about knocking some serious dollars Right off. there by the strip, uh, too. You, you know, you're looking at less than 200 bucks for a room when you were upwards of $1,200 or more for other races. So yep. um, the Hooters Hotel, a pretty solid deal there. i gotta give, I got a visitor sitting down here at the hot yeah. seat with me. We can't uh, say that online. We can't say that. Uh, as well, the new Scusa website's up, folks, supercartsusa.com. Uh, not really focusing on Scusa right now, pretty much focusing totally on the Supernats. Yeah, they've pretty much got the uh, some of the info for the Supernats coming up here on there. Very interesting that uh, that Scusa acquisition got locked and loaded. It is now the ownership of Tom Kutcher, uh, and he takes over really at a, at a high time for the for the race itself. The 10th annual Scusa Supernational set to go at Sam Boyd Stadium on November 9th to 12th. Uh, I'm actually they've actually talked to me, and I'm going to help him out with. Uh, with a retrospective, we're going to look back at the 10 years of the Supernational, starting with the first race in 1997. Uh, that race won by Alex Barron. We'll have a look at that. I'm uh, working on that right now, and I'll be blasting it over real soon to uh, the good folks at Supercarts USA to get that up on the website. Um, next up, folks, as we continue to bring uh, more people here to my hot seat, uh, ekartingnews.ca. Uh, we'll be launching our first affiliate program with eCarding News. We're going to launch the uh, Canadian arm of EKN at the Canadian National Championships next weekend. That will take place at Stratatech Park in Edmonton, Alberta. Myself and our new man, Jason Holland, who will be the rep 
the trackside editorial rep for eCardiNews.ca. We're going to be in Edmonton, Alberta for this one. And uh, anybody who wants to send information, if you're a Canadian carter or a Canadian organization listening in, uh, send all your PR releases to news at eCardiNews.ca. And if you're interested in uh, advertising and marketing to the, the Canadian uh, carding community, you can send any information to uh, sales at eCardingNews.ca. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Most recently, Leading Edge Motorsports and Greg Bell helped guide Danny Formel to victory at both the Rock the Rio and the Supercarts USA Super Nationals 23. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer for IP karting, which includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports is already looking forward to the 2021 season, which begins with the Challenge of the Americas, the premier winter series on the West Coast under the Rock Cup USA banner. Leading Edge Motorsports is also eyeing the Florida Winter Tour and several other programs. Arrive and Drive services to cart preparation and driver coaching are all available under the LEM 10 throughout 2021. Greg Bell has been building racing engines for over 20 years, and he's excited with the continuing growth of his new Mega Power race motor building program. It doesn't matter what color your chassis is, choose Mega Power to get to the front. For more information, Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com and find them on Facebook. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. Two thousand nineteen was a great year, no question. But the off season is here, and I know that your mind is already thinking about next season. We all want to get better and improve our skills and our racecraft. And maybe you're tired of missing the podium or even the championship. So what do you do? Here's what I think. Take a breather from throwing money at the newest speed secret and a new chassis you don't quite need yet. Invest in yourself. Take yourself to the next level as a driver. If you want to improve your results, do what every athlete does, regardless of the sport. Get professional coaching. And in karting, there's only one choice. The Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the state-of-the-art Speed Sports Racing Park in Houston. Alan Rudolph is a legend in our sport, and he's been a coach for over 15 years. The Alan Rudolph Racing Academy offers custom coaching programs for newcomers and experienced racers alike. Train with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Get ready for 2020 by calling 866-607-7223 or head to speedsportsracingpark.com to learn more. Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. Can you get off my lap right now? My wife will love that one too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was an interesting uh, EKN newswire. This is a happy hour. Uh, I don't need a drink for that. It could be thrilled hour from now on, (laughs) for what I think, an excited hour, whatever. Uh, One more topic here. You grab that mic. You're going to pass the mic over here. We've got a couple of gentlemen here who uh, actually had media group. 
Crank them on, boys. The Howden Media Group actually selected these two top stars of karting drivers to head over to uh, the Formula BMW licensing course. They won our, our uh, Formula Car Magazine and eFormulaCarNews.com scholarships. Brett Smurz is here and uh, Mike Vincek. Brett, thank you very much. Mike, thanks for joining us. Thanks, thanks uh, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Get that mic right in your face. This is part of the training. Uh, these two gentlemen, uh, who obviously are top drivers here, uh, on the Stars of Karting program, uh, won the scholarship to go over to get to actually get their Formula BMW licenses. They're now licensed drivers by the FIA. Guys, so let's start with, with Brett. Tell me about the experience. Uh, the race, Valencia, Spain. It must have been pretty cool to uh, head across the pond. Yeah, it was awesome going to uh, Valencia for our first time. Uh, it was actually quite a trip because we didn't, no one spoke our language and just pretty tough. But uh, the Valencia track was awesome, just one of my favorite tracks. And, uh, yeah, the cars were just completely different from go-karting. That's all I, I have bet, to say. I bet. First time for, in a Formula car for you? Uh, my second. I did uh, the Stars of Karting TR series. The Formula TR program, that's right. Right. And you I got a chance to drive that car. Where did you drive the Formula TR car? I, uh, I drove that... About I think beginning of this year was it Button Willow? You guys, you guys tested that? Yeah. So uh, let's move over to Mr. Vincek now. How about your first impressions? You uh, fly across the pond into Valencia, Spain. Probably it's kind of I know it's a pretty cool facility to roll into. Were uh, you intimidated? A little bit nervous? A little bit, or just all really excited when you first got there? Uh, a little bit of both. A little <laughs> bit of everything. Uh, more mostly more excited about uh, getting out in the cars and like going out for the track, having more more fun, but uh, more of a learning experience for me. Just getting out in a formula car. Hopefully got my license, which I did, and uh, hopefully go back for that uh, shootout for the scholarship. I know through the through obviously the conversations I had with Formula Car Magazine and talking to the major team owners in Formula BMW, uh, Atlantic, Cooper Z Tech, all the way up, whatever it is, that they are looking down here. Uh, we've told people before we send Supercar Illustrated to all the major team owners from BMW all the way up to to IRL and Champ Car. They all get the magazine, so they know who you guys are. We're putting together an interview right now with Derek Walker from Walker Racing, who has a BMW team, an Atlantic team, and a Champ Car team. He has his own ladder system. Uh, are you guys looking at Formula BMW for 2007? Is that is that the key? Uh, we're we're looking at our possibilities. I mean, we we like the BMWs and we like a lot of the other series, so we're kind of searching around right now. We really don't know what we're going to do yet. <laughs> what about you, Michael? Uh, is BMW your goal? Is that where you're trying to get to next year? Uh, you know, I'm just kind of mixed up right now. I don't know whether to stay another year in karting or move up, like stay another year in karting, get more experience, or should I move up to cars and see where I get from now? But uh, it's a tough decision to make right now. I just have to wait and see. Obviously, you guys are involved like everybody, every other young carter is thinking that you need to get it done now. You need to go immediately. When you get a kid like Almendinger who really didn't leave until he was about 19 years of age to move up into, into Barber Pro Dodge and then Atlantic. Do you guys feel the pressure of wanting to move now? Like, is that is that something that really, like, man, if I don't go to a, a BMW next year, I'm going to be behind all those guys that are already there. You, is that a pressure you feel? Well, right now, uh, it doesn't really feel like, I feel like I can go in there and I think I can win. If I go in there and test the cars and learn how to drive the cars good, I think I can go in there and pretty, do pretty good. Um, I guess there was one guy that went in there last year and won the championship in his first year, and uh, I guess that's what be what we'd be uh, pulling to do for that it's an next option. season. Obviously, you, you with first cart, uh, you know that James Hinchcliffe has come out of that program as well, right from there, right into the cars, and he was uh, second place, I believe, in points. Uh, what about you, Michael? Same. Do you have that feeling? You've already mentioned the fact that you're not quite sure should you go now or later. Do you feel a pressure that you need to go now? Uh, you know what? I kind of do because you see a lot of guys that their first year in shifter, like. The next year they're gone. You don't see them anymore, and then you see their names and cars and everywhere. And it's just like this feeling that you get—you might be rushing it all, but you might have time for everything. So it's kind of—it's hard decision as now, well. Again, one final question. I'll ask Michael first. Going from your cart 
to the BMW, back to the car. Has, do you feel more comfortable in the car after having driven the, the BMW? Or is, is it, have you been able to bring anything from the BMW to, to the car? Um, yeah, I, got, I don't know. Um, I'd say yes. Just a whirlwind right now? Yeah, just, I don't know. I'd say probably yeah. It's, uh taught me a lot about more like car control, more all that yep. stuff. All that. Uh, I've carried it more onto karting. So actually, I, I would say yes for sure. What about you? Uh, yeah, actually, it, it it helped a little bit because in the cars, the BMWs are so slow that you have to be really smooth. Yeah. So the Jickas are actually the same way. The BMWs are really close to the Jickas. So being smooth in the cars and the carts are actually really similar. So that may have helped me a little bit there. Well, guys, I'll tell you, as a, you know, on behalf of David Cole from the Howard Media Group, I want to thank you guys. You did a great job. I got great feedback. And the guys from Formula BMW, they said that you did us proud, so uh, congratulations. I appreciate you guys going over there and uh, showing so well. Yeah, thanks, thanks for inviting us. All right, boys. Michael Vincek, folks, and Brett Smurz, our uh, drivers that won the, the licensing course for BMW Scholarship. Guys, thank you very much for joining us here on the hot seat. I appreciate it. A little handshake. Good job, guys. Both of them looking good for tomorrow. Uh, both of them actually even in the hunt for a championship here. Hot seat guy. Yeah, you're by yourself. I think he's always on the hot seat. This is the hot seat, Zaylude. Am I on? You have to be in the hot seat by yourself because then we drill you. It's like we're like we're on you. We're like aggressively. I'm not totally alone. You're not totally alone. Neither am I. All right, uh, our guest on the EKN hot seat today, the Stars of Karting president, Paul Zaylude. We'd had him here uh, before. Two times is probably too many, but uh, we're bringing you on again. You got a couple things to talk about, which is pretty cool, Paul. Uh, Two big things coming up. First is going to be the uh, the race in Henderson, Nevada, the street race that was street supposed race. to be part of the series and now is being put off to, to kind of a, a season ender, which we'll talk about, and also uh, a brand-new event that's happening at the Performance Racing Industry Show in Orlando yep. in December. For anybody in the industry, PRI is the motorsports industry show in North America. It's a massive, massive show. All the major guys are there. And there is a poll by the uh, by the promoter, Steve Lewis, to try to bring some cart, bring some kart racing companies to the karting industry into this show, which I think is a, is a, a great thing. We'll see if it ever happens. Um, let's start with the Henderson Street Race, Paul. Um, it was supposed to be a race. Uh, it was supposed to take place for the Buffalo Bills event on the West Coast. That wasn't able to happen. Obviously, some construction issues uh, made the, the racetrack was not going to be available to you in, in June. Uh, now, we're looking at November, November. Is it November, I think? October. October, that's right. Middle that's of October. Middle of October. Yep. Fill me in on what this race is to Stars of Karting. It's not part of the program, the Stars of Karting Championship. What is it within the Stars program? Well, it's just it's a one-off race. I mean, there's an opportunity for us to go out and, uh, I guess, open up our Stars brand of uh, promoting races. Uh, and by that, I mean it's our ability to go out and... Uh, uh, just put on a good show, organize a good event. You know, we've got great people that work all of our races with our officials and everything else. And, you know, I mean, uh, gosh, how do I say this? There was once uh, 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 another organization that had a great uh, race series that was down there. And obviously Tom Kutcher uh, taking over Scusa. You know, he's got his race that's going to be about three weeks after. You know, but there's just something about that time of the year when everybody's winding down that just wants to go out and, and uh, do kind of a one-off. And by no means are we trying to step on anybody's toes. However, we end up having a, an opportunity with the city of Henderson that we've been uh, talking with for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, uh, i got to run a business, and I'm not going to pass up any opportunities uh, to go out and promote karting in a big way where a community is going to get behind it, and it's going to be in a great venue. Uh, 
And, uh, you know, quite honestly, I mean, we all talk about people coming out and spectating, but, I mean, I, th- I do expect there to be quite a few people. Henderson is a racing town. This is the thing. Uh, one that you guys obviously have for you with a street race, just like Rock Island has, or in the new Greeley Grand Prix in, in, um, in Colorado, you have the opportunity for some guy walking down the street to stop and look. <laughs> and you don't have that. You don't get a lot of people stopping and looking at, at Sam Boyd Stadium. But but the Super Nationals, the Scuba, Scuba Super Nationals has carved its own niche. And it really has never been to try to bring a lot of people out. I know they tried to do that at the Rio Hotel, but they didn't. They never marketed it. There was never any money put into that. I think right. it was always a sideline deal to keep people <laughs> quiet. Uh, and, and, and I'll come back to the Super Nats again and how you guys compare. But the bottom line is that you guys have the opportunity as a street race to bring some people down to come and play and have a look at it. Well, we, we do. And... Uh you know, we stars as an organization. You have to understand is is you know two or three full time people in a whole ton of volunteers that every couple of weeks go out and are thrown into this organized chaos. And uh, so, I wish we ended up having fifty people where we had our own huge marketing uh, segment. You know, Jeff Swoboda, our marketing director, does a great great job. But but the realistic realistic economics of uh, running this business is it just doesn't allow us to to go out and do all the things that we want to do. I think that Scusa was in the same boat, you know, and, and so you focus on bathrooms, you focus on uh, uh, barriers, you focus on schedules, and you just don't have the luxury of being able to promote it in such a way. The advantage that we end up having is Henderson is a, uh, a, a city that's going to get behind it. They're going to take on that responsibility. They're going to promote the hell out of it, and it's going to be great. And, you know, that's something that, that we really haven't had. Obviously, Rock Island is, is almost the same as, as the Stars of Carding and the fact that it's got a tiny group of volunteers to put this thing together because they love the sport, they love the race, and they love having people in their town. Even the WKA, at 10,000 members, however many members they have, with the amount of money they start every year off with, doesn't have a marketing program. It's just not part of it. We need to realize that the customer for karting in its, in its pure form is the drivers and the competitors themselves. But a race like this, if done correctly and marketed through a city that's trying to actually use karting to do something for the city, to provide something for the city, whether it be a marquee event or, or some excitement in the middle of summer or the middle of the fall, uh, that's I guess I think that's the, the key behind the thing. Is, and is that exactly what you're doing with, with Henderson? Are they that pumped about this thing? Oh, they're totally pumped. I mean, they end up having uh, uh, you know, their big uh, off-road truck races, uh, buggy races and stuff that take off out of there. And they've been doing that for years and years and years. So, again, I mean, it, it is a racing community that understands the importance of getting, you know, a, a big hype behind this thing. And uh, the people that live down there are used to going out and, and, and you know, participating and spectating at these kinds of things. So, I, I mean, I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. You know, it's our first one. A uh, lot to learn, obviously, with, uh, with just working with the community, what it is that they want from us, what it is that, the, that we expect out of them. But... Uh, with all the elements that are in place, with the remodel, with the convention center that's there, and we're going to have live bands, we're going to end up having all kinds of uh, entertainment outside of the karting. The karting will be a byproduct of this big, huge event and festival that's going to be going on. So it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. We look forward to it. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Technology, design, and manufacturing. These components are what make Cart Republic a world champion. The Cart Republic chassis has earned two FIA World Karting Championships. Here in the U.S., the brand has earned multiple victories and championships in senior, junior, and cadet competition. Kartsport North America is the country's importer and distributor for Dino Chiesa's Cart Republic chassis 
And as a leader in American karting, they are focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. Whether you'd like to find the Kart Republic dealer closer to you or schedule an arrive and drive package with its official North American race team, contact Kart Sport North America through their official website, kartsportna.com. We are Republic. We are one. Feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to kartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. Uh, one thing I know that obviously in the in the middle of the uh, the middle of the summer, a lot of people would have said, "Hey, man, why do we have two major events, major league events for the national level guys in Las Vegas, three four weeks apart?" Now, granted, Scusa's recent move to an all senior race has really kind of alleviated some of the pressure. I would think you guys obviously have senior classes, but you also invite the junior classes to the program. With them not not having any juniors, does that you feel better about that? Does it make everything a little relaxed? I know you talked to Tom Kutcher. You've so known Tom is, for a long time. So this is the hot seat, isn't it? Oh, Let's it's see hot, here. all right. What? So the hot seat. You want the hot seat if answer? I don't ask you the right questions, then I get people call me and go, what are you playing up to say, Luke, for? I Quit wish, being a wuss. Yeah. I'm laying it out here, baby. Uh, the junior program is uh, extremely... I'm not slamming on the juniors. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I, I, no, that's what I'm saying, but yes. I'm, I'm being honest. The junior program is uh, from a monetary standpoint, you know, from a future standpoint, and and us investing in what's going to be the participation at the future of our events, uh, there's no way we can... No way we can end up running a series without having juniors. The funny thing is that fits up very perfectly to our roundtable discussion where we're talking about karting. As is it an amateur sport for people having a blast, you know, having racing for on, on a cheap budget, or is it a, a development series? And really, if you look at it, the way Skuza is kind of building under Tom Kutcher's new new idea, new concept, where he is trying to provide a race a race venue for for older guys having a blast, guys and girls. I don't want to say that, but having a blast. Where you guys are still the development program, and obviously primarily development program. It is the stars of karting. It's 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 the stars of the future to a certain extent. So, my question to you is: Do you take a deep breath, or uh, do you feel like you and Tom can coexist? The fact that you are two essentially two different programs. He's Hooters and old guys and having some beers and enjoying themselves, and you're um, developing young talent and going to market this thing downtown uh, Henderson. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the you know. Regardless of, let's say, that I wanted to do, let's say I wanted to be a Hooters guy and I wanted to go and cater to all my buddies and take care of them and stuff, uh, again, you know, there is a demographic for that, and Tom has taken care of them, you know, yeah. so there's no reason for us 
to sit and question what it is that we do, and I don't. I absolutely do not. I would not change anything about our pro. I mean, there's things that we would change, obviously, and we're going to change. But I mean, for the bulk of it, there's nothing that I would change about our series. I'm very proud of uh, what we've been able to achieve in a very short period of time. I changed some stuff. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <clears throat> Sorry. And I and and I you digress. don't take the time to share that with me all the time either. <laughs> no, a phone hey. call every day. <laughs> I'm I'm open to suggestions. You know that. There you go. But uh, no, I mean he's going after a different different demographic uh uh you know i think that we're real motorsports i think that we're real racing you look at what they're doing in europe you know and and what they uh what they look at karting and what it has to offer future drivers you know in motorsports and i mean i i think that we're just going after a um not that i want to say a higher level competition because that's not it but there's higher expectations for the people that participate in our series in terms of rules regulations i think there's different expectations. I yeah. think that there's obviously different expectations of your competitors and his competitors. At yeah. the end of the day, there's different. There's just different expectations. Yeah. All right, enough of that. Okay, enough of that. P R I. P R I, my friend. Yes. We have. Uh, what do I got written down here? The P R I over here. Performance the All Star Event. Yeah, PRI. it's gonna be cool. We're gonna have some go kart racing in P R I. Well, you know, and I mean, this thing is huge, and and uh, Steve Lewis, Steve Lewis, uh, the, the promoter of the whole yep, program, yep, and Pump. his uh, his son is uh, a carter, so he's been looking at carting for quite some yep. time. You know, and there's a lot of uh, carting uh, manufacturers, distributors uh, that actually have been at the PRI show long before we've been there. Most definitely, but uh, you know, this is uh, just an opportunity that came along here recently, and uh, again, my responsibility to take advantage of all these things every time we get a chance, and to promote. Carting at this level in front of 40,000 motorists, motorsports enthusiasts, and business people, it's a huge, I mean, a huge opportunity. And I just hope okay, to hell, okay. and I'm going to say hell, yeah. uh, I hope to hell that uh, the manufacturers and distributors take advantage of this thing because the growth in, in carting, within carting, uh, is pretty small. But growth uh, of carting outside of the carting demographic right now, so talking with other motorsports, it's huge. You know, I mean, that's, uh, that's where it's at. So, Well, the diatribe aside... How about you tell people that don't know about the PRI show what's going on here with this all-star thing? Well, we got a we got a bunch of marketing stuff and media uh, that's going to be coming out. We'll be making some additional announcements. We'll be coming up with uh, the specific details of the event itself. Uh, basically, it's going to be. Man, you, just, you just walked around me again. What did I do? What is it? It's a go kart race at PRI. Yeah. Is that all you can tell me? You can't tell me anything right now. No, Everything I know, well, I can't. Yeah, say. no, I can tell you anything. There's I mean, going to be some go kart racing there. There's yeah, gonna it's going to be basically it's going to be the top thirty. That's what we're talking. There we go. Oh, gotcha. Jeez. Like got the top, <laughs> got the top thirty uh, ICC like, and IC stars hand, competitors. Walk them through it. Thank you. Okay, so the top thirty ICC and, and ICA, ICA competitors, competitors. Uh, from the East and the West from the yeah. Star Series. They're going to go out. We're going to end up having a Stars feature race. Okay. The top six out of that are going to transfer to the back. Of the All Star race, which will be made up of uh, guys like Brian Herta. See, now I'm uh, uh, God, I wish Swoboda is. Who can I actually Swoboda name? Tell you? I'm Dominic trying to think. Let's I'm get speed. Well, okay, yeah. So you know, and that's obviously something that we've got to work on to and get, get a commitment. We're going to get a list of guys. Like, I Sean McIntosh. Sean McIntosh is doing really good. You know, Canadian guy. Sean oh, yeah. raced for me. Yeah. You know, AJ World uh, World World Series of Renault on the podium. Hey, Sean there McIntosh you go. Going to try to be the next Canadian. Yeah. Rail's uh, not going to run. Graham will run. Yeah. No, <laughs> Graham. Uh, you know, obviously we would love to see Graham there. Yeah. Uh, but there's there's lots of people. So that's the deal. Yeah. So bring a whole bunch of guys around, open bar, have some fun. There's lots of NASCAR guys, you know, that have got carts that go out and ripping around and stuff. They love it, so we've been talking with some of them. You know, but just get an all-star group of people, and then uh, the top six 
Stars competitors are going to start at the back. It'll end up being probably a 15-lap feature. Um, nice. And it's going to be just a great time. It's uh, We'll have a band there. We've got a uh, open bar leading up to it. Not for the racers. No. But for everybody else. Uh, All the spectators and media. That, yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. For the You're media. comping me. I'm comping you? Yeah. Man. <laughs> well, just, you know, it's 2000 bucks to uh, do the hot seat with us to get the PR. Okay. <laughs> Looks like we're even. <laughs> Looks like we're even. No, but it's uh, it's just it's a great opportunity. But you know, beyond the racing is uh, for some of these vendors to go out and display at the PRI show. Again, it's a great way for them to expose their product uh, to a whole new group of uh, you know potential customers. So we just I, hope that they take advantage I'd of it. I'd be interested in seeing how many guys go down there, sit down, and actually put a package together, a dealer package together for all the speed shops and guys that are there. Because the, the well, place is it's a missed it's a missed opportunity if they don't. Yep. You know, and, uh, you know, Keith Freeber, Margate, he's been down there for quite a few yep. years, and yep. he continues to go down there, and, I mean, props to him. I mean, he sees the value of it. He's, yep. you know, uh, a couple other people. I mean, First Cart's been down there. Uh, I apologize. I don't know who else is going down there, but we'll, we'll try to get more and more, and that's our responsibility to, to Steve Lewis in this is to grow karting as a, uh, a segment of that show. You know, we want to end up having our own island and uh, get more and more uh, manufacturers, distributors down there and help them about, sell baby. their product, you know. Taking it to the people at Henderson, taking it to the industry at PRI. Next job, Paul. There you go. Paul Zale on the hot seat. You are out of trouble. Quite frankly. You can, quite frankly, you can walk away. <laughs> Thank you. Take your uh, adult beverage and uh, go he, somewhere else. You know, he did say frankly in the forum. No, I didn't. No? In, in our private forum. All I right, man. We've got a uh, couple more spots here uh, for our – you know what? Let's, I'm going to go into the, the firstcart.com performers of the week. We've got a couple boys – our roundtable guys have been working their asses off all day. They're ready to fall asleep. You're gonna make them. You're gonna make them wait <laughs> even more. Like crazy here. Ouch. Uh, let's do our firstcart.com performers of the week. Uh, well, then we'll come to these boys here. Uh, I'll start it off. Uh, just to what about a week ago? I guess WK Manufacturers Cup, the Racersites.com Grand weeks Nationals ago. at MRP of South Bend. Uh, you got to give a performer of the week to Brandon Atkins. The guy runs seven classes, one DNF, and three Eagles. Uh, that's not bad. Not, not a bad day, and he's going for the Eastern Championship this I did weekend. I run seven classes. That's crazy. Yeah. So great job for, for Brandon Atkins. Then a couple of double double eagle boys, uh, Corey Reeves, Timmy Meganbeer, Connor Daly, and Cody Humphreys, all taking home double eagles. Uh, they are our performers of the week uh, from the Manufacturers Cup Grand Nationals at, at uh, MRP. Uh, what about you, David? You got uh, you were down at uh, Barber, the Barber Pro Kart Invitational, Barber Motorsport Park in yeah. Birmingham, Alabama. Who uh, who stepped up for you there? Well, Derek Eastie earned his first ever or first Formula E victory yeah, down see, there because you I, I said put on, I put it on the internet that it was his first ever win for Nemesis, and I he actually say, he actually won the first event at Barber yeah, in ICE. In ICE, but it wasn't for uh, Formula E. Well, he, this weekend he he was all by himself, had no help, was tuning everything That's himself, awesome. wrenching on everything himself, blows the motor Friday. Puts a new one on, breaks it in Saturday, goes out Sunday and wins. And wins it. That's pretty cool. Big time. So pretty it was good a pretty job good race. Good Derek Easty. Yep. And I look down here on my sheet here, uh, and you don't even have the, the second the second performer of the week isn't a person. It, it, it was the race. It's it was race a great itself. race. It was a great 25-minute uh, race with the uh, 125 sprint shifters. Yep. Uh, you had Rob Morris actually winning the race with Brent Harper right behind him, Swiss Hutless 1-2. We're saying Swiss Hutlets, that world-renowned road race chassis. Road race chassis, exactly. <laughs> that car is obviously rolling for them. Oh, they, they got it hooked up. Brent actually won an Eagle uh, back at Mid-Ohio, so his first-ever Eagle. Yeah, not bad. Uh, and then uh, Taylor Kraft running the wild cart and Canadian 
uh, Trevor Hill. Trevor Hill running uh, all cart. They put on a great race for so the for the, the for the entire, fans. The there. entire front pack essentially was your performer of the week. <laughs> it was a it was a great race. Anybody could have won it. That's it's awesome. just uh, Rob actually got got to use traffic to advantage and uh, and got the win. There you go, folks. The FirstCart.com Performance of the Week. I want to thank everybody at First Cart North America and their brand new Brownsburg, Indiana First Cart USA operation. Uh, they're stepping it up, and you're going to see them uh, working their national team out of that Brownsburg, Indiana location. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. From coast to coast, IAMI has become the two-cycle engine of choice for American karting. The air-cooled 60cc Swift engine for micro and mini drivers provide the foundation for future lifelong IAMI drivers. The incredible IAMI X30 power plant for junior, senior, and master's drivers has provided stability in our sport since 2014 and remains one of the most dependable engine packages today. In between is the KA100 engine, which is perfect for club programs and is quickly becoming the most competitive division at the national level. IAMI is the spec two-cycle power plant for the Superkart USA Winter Series and Pro Tour, as well as the U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Championship, and many more programs throughout the eastern half of the U.S. IAMI East in Mooresville, North Carolina is the official distribution center to provide dealers and customers with fast and friendly service for all your IAMI needs. For more information, head to IAMIUSA.com. IAMI, the heart of CART. You've heard and read about us. We are the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Our senior program is the best in the sport, and we have the Scusa Pro Tour X30 Senior Championship to prove it. Our coaching staff includes four-time Scusa National Champion Ryan Norbert, three-time Scusa Supernats winner Bonner Moulton, Scusa Pro Tour X30 Junior Champion, 2015 Rotax Grand Finals Vice Champion, and Junior Development Specialist Luke Selkin, and our hands-on owner, multi-time champion, and IKF Duffy winner Mike Rollison. This isn't sideline coaching, we're on track, and we dogfight with you. It's like nothing you've ever experienced. You learn more and more with every single lap. Our seniors win races, like Hannah Greenmeyer at the Scusa Winter Series opener in Florida. And they win because they've been trained, coached, and honed by our RPG staff. Hurricane Hannah is proof positive. If you're a mini driver ready to move up, or a junior driver who's done with running mid-pack, Join the team that will develop your skills and take you to the podium. At the Rawlson Performance Group, we turn juniors into pros. In 2020, we'll be racing at the Scusa Winter Series, Pro Tour and California Pro Kart Challenge, the Florida Winter Tour, and the United States Pro Kart Series, as well as the IKF Northwest Region. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503 260 4514. We're the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. 
Uh, into the roundtable discussion, I haven't really had a chance to talk to these guys about it, so we'll, I'll give you a good setup. Uh, Jamie Siraki from Franklin Motorsports and Steve Welk from Linear Sport. Guys, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Always a pleasure. I figured you guys would be kind of the right guys to, to bring in here. We're talking about karting and what is it and what can it be. Um, obviously, Steve, you've used it as a ladder system, try to work your way up. You got stalled a little bit money-wise like so many other guys have. Uh, you get a guy like Jamie who, uh, with Franklin Motorsports, kind of relies on the fact that it's an amateur sport. He relies on the fact that he's got uh, both national customers and a good club customer base. Uh, the topic we have today is what does the karting industry essentially want karting to be? What, does, what is karting? Is it a feeder series? Is it a development program? Or, I don't want to say or because it's both, and or is it an amateur sport in, in and of itself? Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on it? Everybody got one laid out of the box? I think... I think it is it is what you want it to be. I mean, I've got, I mean, for me, it was always a it was always a stepping stone. It was always I, my goal in life was to be a race car driver. Yep. I like to say was because probably not going to happen anymore. <laughs> but but at the same time, I always looked at it as you know this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to race cars, and the most logical step to start with was karting. I mean, my family was involved in karting, so that's how I got into the sport. And then I just wanted to take it to the next level. I mean, so that's what karting was to me to some of my customers, some of my drivers on my team, they want it to be, you know, a fun thing that they do that they they want to be competitive at, but it's not a means to an end. It is the end. It's they want to they want to race carts and that's what they want to do. So I mean, karting is what you want it to be as far as I mean you can come to the stars race and you can run at a pro level. If you want to be a go kart racer, you can run at a pro level in karting if you want to move up to cars. It's all it's all relative. What about you, uh, Jamie, from a shop owner and a team owner and a driver standpoint yourself, what's your feeling on that? Uh, I think it's real important that karting takes almost uh, all those roles into consideration. Uh, from the industry side, we rely on all the different facets of uh, or the, the levels that people race at, from local levels, regional levels, national levels, where drivers are hoping to move up to the next level. Without uh, the, the advancing into cars is a big selling point for the sport of karting. Most definitely. So to get more people into karting, we need to take advantage of every opportunity to bring people in. Whether it is if they want to become a race car driver, this is definitely the place to start. I mean, statistically, it's it's the only place to get started. Yeah. It's the best training ground, you know. And the guys you had on earlier, phenomenal drivers, working their way into the car mm -hmm. stuff. You can't tell me anybody that hasn't had their experience in karting is going to have a shot against them when it comes into the, the next level, the formula cars or wherever direction they go. Well, you and I are obviously in agreement with Steve as well. The funny thing is that for some reason we get into so many conversations where guys want to pigeonhole in one or the other. It's, well, we, 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 that stars thing, you know, like, it's brutal. I spend a lot of money. They're just going to do that. You know, we need to work on the clubs. And it, it's all about amateur. Well, the, the, you know, the club guys are saying, or the national guys are saying, you know, karting needs to focus. We need to focus more on trying to get guys into the into the top. We need to make it more of a development series. We need to have more tests for drivers. We need to align ourselves with Formula BMW or Cooper Z Tech or Atlantic or whatever it is. Uh, what do we do to stop that? Is there do we need to have an advertising campaign campaign to let people realize that, that karting can be more than one thing? Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. It can be more than one thing to more people. So, I mean. It's just going to take, you know, recognition by everyone that it's, you know, it's for every person, you know, it's going to be different what they want to get out of it. And some people like the STARS program. They like they like doing it. They like, you know, the competitive level of it. Yeah. Some people like, why would I want to go waste my money when I can run a regional race half the price, still have the same amount of fun. So it's... I think you touched on something really briefly there because that's one of the things we're looking... Somebody asked me on the plane on the way out here, 
how do you what do you see karting being right now? Is it bigger than it was three years ago? How has it changed? And I said, or five years ago, ten years ago. I said, what I see the difference is, when I first started, there was a hundred to hundred fifty to two hundred drivers on the club level, and eighty at national levels. You know, like the WK Constructors Championship at one point, there was maybe eighty guys there. Exactly. Well, nowadays there's two hundred and something here. There's five hundred or whatever it is at the manufacturers' cup races, and I'm hearing calls from club level where there's thirty guys, fifty guys. Is that because we're not marketing the sport correctly? Our shops maybe aren't marketing to the correct people, or is that all just the, you know, just the result of the economy right now? It's cyclical. You gotta, I mean, you gotta look at it as, I mean, you look at the Constructors Cup when it first started. When we were, when it first, it was the big deal. It was the pro level. Yep. Then it went away, and everyone started focusing again on their regional programs. The teams couldn't sustain what they were doing. The the big level teams when I was at Burrell, they just couldn't sustain what they were doing, and yep. everyone had to shrink down because it just got too big. Mm-hmm. Now we've now we've gotten to a point on the pro level where teams are, are making money. They're, they've realized that they can't give away free rides, which I was very fortunate to be to <laughs> k- take advantage of when it was available. But yep. so now it's 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 kind of come full circle where now teams are focusing on, you know, developing customers at this level. Yeah, they're providing they're providing, providing a the, service the service to be which here, is, which is what my company does. Yeah, I mean I I provide services to people to help develop their cars, to help develop them as drivers and. Whatever their goals are, that's you know that's what I try and help them achieve. If it wants to be good at karting, or if they want to be want to be moving to race cars, so I mean it, it's just all cyclical. I think some clubs are strong and some clubs are, are shrinking. It's just a matter of you know where you're at. Jamie, what's your feeling on that? Well, I think I think kart uh, racers are our customer base. Okay, they're a big part of it. We always need to get new people, but. The customer base is changing, and I think they're looking for more value for their dollar. Mm-hmm. Locally, what I see in our area is a lot of people are constantly com- complaining about politics. The club is too political. Uh, it's too much this, too much that. Yeah. I distance myself from it so much where it's it's kind of, a, oh, well, that's too bad. What do you want to do? Well, I want to go race and have fun. Well, here's a lot of other opportunities. And once they start seeing these opportunities, they start doing these regional races. Yeah, it's less races, but they're not. It's, it's not costing anymore. I see a lot of clubs trying to do 15, 18, uh, 18 races in a season. It costs a lot of money that to do that. That was one of the questions I was going to bring up to you. Carter's, the amateur Carter isn't the same as he used to be anymore. He's not the guy that lives and breathes his go-kart, you know, bought an invader that he's had for 19 years, and he's hmm. building little pieces on it for 19 years, and all he does is go-kart anymore. He's got the beach one weekend. He's doing this one weekend. Are we asking too much of our amateur cars? This is one of the reasons why it's lower. Are we we asking them to commit too much time and resources to a 15-race club series? Oh, yeah. I think there's there's a lot of other things that people would like to do and enjoy, and whether it's other family members, work commitments. I mean, what I see now uh, on the economy side of things is people seem to be – when they come into our store or into one of our shops or that, it's they're spending the same amount of money, but it seems like they're working a lot harder for the same things they were five years ago. Yeah. A lot of people are talking about time constraints with work. I can't do this. I can't do that. I couldn't get the stuff prepped to go out and race on the weekend. But if there's a smaller series and they decide to run that, they've got a schedule in advance. They've got a lot more planning they can do. If something pops up, it's only five races or six races or that and if something pops up it may not interfere with it there's less of a chance and so they're putting their focuses that direction um you know and you hate to see the club shrink because of it but all that means is they're they're uh they're kind of the customer base is just changing a little bit and we need to bring in a new customer base and i think we lack a lot uh in the area of not having turnkey packages available not getting out to uh not getting out to enough people 
uh, we have so many potential customers. Yep. There's a lot of gearheads out there. You look at how many people go to different car races and that those types of events. They'd love to do it, but all they know is well, these types of big races. They mm-hmm. can't afford to do it. There's no way in. Karting is their way in, and we need to get to those types of people. You know, I, and I, when you say that about having not, maybe not having quite as many races, I did an interview with CK, CKT Racing's Jim Perry, and he said because that's one of the reasons why a lot of guys are coming to road racing because you race once a month. You know that once a month you're going to race, that's it. You're going to travel a bit, but you're going to race once a month. That's an interesting call, too. It's, uh, any other thoughts on that? We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. There's simply nothing like entering the tunnel at the Daytona International Speedway, and Margay Racing is proud to provide a unique opportunity for Ignite Racers in December. This year's Daytona Kart Week, hosted by the World Karting Association, opens the door for this chance, and Margay is offering up a 3-2-1 prospect. Three days of racing, two different tracks, all with one cart and one set of tires. The Dash at Daytona is providing Ignite drivers in Senior, Masters, and Junior with the opportunity to race at both the 24-hour Roval course with the WKA Road Racing Series and the traditional sprint track for the WKA Manufacturers Cup Series program. Ignite Karting is a spec package that includes the Margay Racing chassis mated with the Briggs & Stratton 206 engine package and the Hoosier R80 tire. It's all made in the USA. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes utilize the same Ignite K3 package, which puts the emphasis squarely on the driver. This unique and historic Florida event kicks off the 2021 Ignite Major schedule. Learn more about the exact details for the Dash at Daytona, along with Ignite cart packages and arrive and drive opportunities at IgniteKarting.com. Get off the couch and get on the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. Looking for that extra edge? Comet Racing Engines is your answer. The engine service program from Comet Kart Sales has been winning from coast to coast at all levels and different forms of the sport. Lead engine builders Mark Harrison and Gary Lawson have decades of karting experience, providing racers the power to reach the top step of the podium. Comet Racing Engines continually perform track and dyno tests to provide their customers with the cutting edge in engine performance. Comet specializes in Yamaha KT100, IAMI Swift, IAMI X30, IAMI Leopard, and Rock engines. Trackside and customer support are the cornerstones of the Comet Racing Engines business, ensuring each and every customer receives personal attention and the help they need to achieve the best results. Engine rentals are available at all the events that Comet attends in 2018, including WKA, SCUSA, USPKS, and the Route 66 Sprint Series. Contact the Comet team today at CometCartsales.com or by calling 317-462-3413. If you're looking to step up your engine program, send it to Comet Racing Engines. Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. <laughs> Dave Cole on my road race machine over here. That's where the real racers are. Uh, you know, one of the things, too, about it, and here's a question I wanted to ask. 
we talk about trying uh, about trying to do or the separation of the national level card of the, the guy who wants to run these nationals and the guy that wants to be a club level. T- what are your feeling? This is a great question for you guys because you're close. You're you know from near you're from nearby. When we've got the tag, got, there's a tag class here in the Stars of Carding program. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see any club guy come out here and see what kind of a race Stars puts on because it's an awesome race. Why do we only have 15 spec racers here? Why are there only 15 guys running tag perillas here this weekend? When how many are there in this in the area? A hundred. Yeah, I don't think there's that many in the area. Sprinters, in all honesty, tag in this area. Tag's a lot smaller. Uh, I've been, you know, in, in the southeast Wisconsin area for a while, okay. and it always seems, you know, HPV six, seven years after its inception. Wow, it was all the rage, and now tag a couple years in, people are looking at it, they're getting into it, but not at the same rate. So maybe not the perfect example for you guys here, but what about the other races we've been at? We go into oh. we go into Newcastle where there's tons of tags, so you can't yeah you can't lay me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean it's a growing class; it's more popular. But yeah, there, it is a good question. But why aren't there more? Why aren't they it? coming out? Why aren't they coming? Is it, is, it, is it just a big cash outlay to get here? Because it is a lot of money. One, it's a lot of money. Two, it's it's you know it's that people think it's a pro race. They they don't want to come and intimidation. Get yeah, they they don't want to come to the stars race and and make you know make themselves look bad or anything. If if and they don't want to w- probably waste their equipment for their club that they have to run. So the club 50. level star doesn't want to come out to get the stars and get his ass waxed. Exactly, <laughs> and they don't want to you know they don't want to waste their cards or waste their equipment that they have to run 15, 18 weekends 15, a year as it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there could be a lack of promotion towards the series too for those particular classes. Um, you know, do the shops? What's the incentive to get more people out there? Obviously, uh, if you got guys that you're doing prep work for we do some prep work it works good the more races they do the more work we're doing the more parts we're selling but you know other incentives to get those guys out there to try it out and see what it's like like. that's actually not a bad that's not a bad idea i think that people need to try it out but um in the end if we're talking about we we honestly believe there's a national there's a national feeder level a development level and there's a club level uh do we need to meld them at all do we need to do anything is it just a marketing thing a a two-pronged marketing effort we need to put out i think I think the levels as they are now kind of tend to feed what they are. I've, you know, you start, you do club racing. If you want to pursue it further, you can go to a regional race. If you do well there, then you go to national. It's, and that's it's the ladder. The ladder is the awesome. ladder's in place. Yeah. I mean, it's it's nothing that has to change. It's just people. If people want to follow that, they can. If they don't, I mean, they stay they stay where they are. It's it's up to the customer to decide what they want to do. And I think. This isn't really bang on topic, but I can bring it up now because you said it. I think one of the things the major problems is right now, and the reason why we're having some trouble at the club level, is there's too many guys that should be racing club level, club level that are running regionally. I wish we'd have a better licensing system to say, you know what? Take the words out of my mouth. I'm not going to say who it is, Jamie, but there's, there's there's two guys here right now. There's a guy here that's never raced ever before, and he's here to start a karting race. Like it makes no sense yeah. to me. I, if you had, if you needed to work your way up, you need to run the club level, and but whatever it is, if you show yourself so well, and or to get, maybe take a school or something, you can maybe go to the regional level. But I think you're right, Dave. I think you got guys that are running nationally that should be running regionally, and guys that are in club that should be maybe running regionally. That's as well, for sure. So. I, I uh, yeah, I mean, agree I, think I agree with the licensing system. It's hard to turn people away, but. I mean, it should be done. I mean, you, you have to progress to move from one level to the next. You should get to a certain point of competition or competitiveness before you excel to the next level. Well, you know, the danger that, that these people need to realize, all the orgs need to realize right now, is the club club level karting is hurting right now. It's you got some of these clubs that are struggling to keep things going, and that's not the way it needs to be. And if these guys would be a little more strict on the top end, there'd be guys on the bottom end because they need to be there putting some of their laps in. So uh, exactly. exactly. Any other thoughts to wrap it up, Steve? Wilk, we'll start with you. 
No, I think we pretty much, you know, covered the state of things. That's that's the state. How about you, Jamie? You pretty happy with it? Right? Yeah, no. I mean, it's uh, there's like you said, there's a lot of different levels of carding. I mean, there's a lot of different things that might make it a little more streamlined, but uh, you work with it. You got to work with the people doing it. They're the customers, and uh, you do what you can to make them happy. Like I said, I just think as long as we can get the perception out to everybody in the industry that yeah, carding that's a great thing about carding. It's one of the things we should we should embrace as opposed to cut down is the fact that carding is can be so much to so many different people it can exactly. be it, like you said you can go from the club level guy or the amateur guy who loves running this club you can go to the young kid who's trying to work his way through the sport and then there still are a handful of bunch of guys who go out here and run on the national level because they're that damn good they don't want to go run regionally but they're career carters that are just yeah. loving life yeah and that, that's one of the things that people have to take it that carding is fun i mean jamie and i have been here 16 years now <laughs> yeah it's fun. I'm not, uh, yeah, exactly. And that's if, as long as you know, even at this level, even club racing, pro racing, whatever it is in karting, it's still fun. It's still a great race car. You know, obviously you've driven some stuff. You've, I'm not sure if you've driven any cars, but I've driven some car stuff. I've driven. I got a Formula V. I'm going to drive. I've driven a Formula First. I've driven the SCCA car. It ain't a one. None of them are a 125. No. <laughs> I got. <laughs> you know for I mean? example, I got into my buddy's shifter cart. Like I, I've been racing the Miata this year. I've. Yep. Spent more time out of a go kart this year than the rest of my life. Yeah. Exactly, yep. I get in, hit in his shifter cart last week, and I'm 10, 15 laps. I'm like, what the heck happened to me, man? I, I used to be able <laughs> to do this all day. Shape. Exactly. I know it's, and that's the great thing about karting, folks. It's uh, to wrap it all up. Uh, we've got Jamie Soraki from Franklin Motorsports, Steve Welk from Linear Sport here as well. And we're kind of in agreement with the fact that the karting is and can be everything to everybody. It is an amateur sport. It's a feeder system, and it's a great place to go race if you're a, a top-level pro. Exactly. Uh, guys, thanks a lot for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks, thanks a lot, Rob. again, Rob. There it is, folks, the EKN Roundtable Discussion. Gentlemen, thank you very much for hooking us up. It's great to have you here. Uh, head to dinner and to bed. You guys both, you both look exhausted. Friday is a rough day at Stars of Karting, folks. It's five hardcore practice sessions and thrashing between each session. Yeah, so. but you know what? It's a lot easier to do a show on a Friday for us, at least. Friday's a good time to do a show for us. The sun's going down here right now. You know what? This is what I love it. Everybody clears out when the round table's gone. That's all right. Very nice sitting here, Colvin. Sorry, right. we'll just we'll just keep drinking and talking. Feels like we're at the Supernats. Uh, last year when we were sitting yeah, the we're around the front straight me you and tim <laughs> not a soul around nobody around everybody's back at the hotel putting money in the slot machines well i do need to get my buck back to the hotel pretty soon because i've got some editing to do for the new issue <laughs> let's let, let's go into the supercard illustrated new issue preview uh, in the mail right now, actually just landing right now, I believe. I, think I just got one. mine. But you got it in Michigan. I'm, so that means the, that mean everybody should have one by now. <laughs> the entire world should have theirs by if now. If you don't, don't email us. We got an in-focus article on CKT Racing Engine's Jim Perry uh, in this new issue that's landing. Also, we have all, our all-access coverage. We have our coverage from the uh, the Stars of Carding West round number three from, uh, from Prim, Buffalo Bills. We've also got our coverage from the Road America Super Nationals. Uh, that's a pretty good issue, folks. Pick that one up. You'll enjoy it. And on the production computer right now, which I'll be finishing up when I get back to our Cambridge, Ontario World Headquarters next week, the August issue. Uh, it is the, the actually the race from Lowe's. You sounded a little sure. Wisconsin-ish there. Did I? I August. Oh. Uh, August. Stars of Karting East, <laughs> round number three from Lowe's Motors Speedway. We were just there a couple of weeks ago. That's going to go uh, in the new issue. Uh, the Manufacturer's Cup from MRP, Michiana Raceway Park of South Bend. That's going to be in there as well as the WK Road Racing Grand Nationals from Mid-Ohio. David, is that correct? That's correct. So it's the August issue, and it's already August. I know. You can slam me if you want, but we're, ca- we're catching up. We're catching we up. made up a week with the last issue. I'll make up a, hopefully a week with this issue here. We're coming back on pace, uh, although I'm on the road for, I'm on the road for uh, five weeks. All right now, five weekends. Fun. 
It's gonna, we're going to struggle. Good times. Uh, the launch of eCardinews.ca next weekend at the Canadian National Championships, yep. Edmonton, Alberta, Stratotech. Yep. Watch, watch eCardinews.com for links and updates There'll on be that. a link and on the home page we'll to get CA. you hooked you up flip over exactly when it, when, it, when it debuts. So. After that, where am I after that? We're going to uh, Infineon Raceway, Sonoma, California, for the final Western race. Then I'm off to run a Formula V at Road America, and then we wrap things up at the Rock Island. Rock Island. Grand Prix. The Travoltas. The Travoltas. <laughs> Love them. They'll be on, uh, on the stage Queen. on Saturday night. Uh, into now, the Italian Motors racing calendar. Folks, check them out at italianmotors.com or italcart.com. Uh, they are the sponsors of our racing calendar. David, you want to take me through the racing calendar while I have a sip of my Bud Light? Sure, have a sip of your Bud Light, you drunk. <laughs> Easy now. Come on. Come on. All right. Uh, next weekend is the wrap-up for the George Kugler Manufacturers Cup Series at Badger Raceway. And then we move. Same weekend is uh, at Michiana Raceway Park in South Bend. We have the Scusa Great Lakes region sponsored by Klein Tools. Then August 12th, under the lights at Willow Springs Kart Track is the Pro Kart Challenge. Pro Kart under the lights. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. That's awesome. And then also next weekend, IKF Region 6 Gold Cup Sprint Series at Spokane. Up in the Pacific Northwest. And All happened August 11th to 13th. Busy, busy weekend. Big time. Uh, If you want to get any kind of schedule, folks, from 2006 around North America, just head on over to eCardingNews.com. Click on the schedules uh, link in our navigation bar. You can even put in there what you want. You can search for whatever you want. It's all there for you. All new schedule. No, our all new schedule page. All new schedule page. And we actually have our new photo gallery page up on eCardingNews.com as well as we continue to update the site and get it rolling as and we always say if you want to have it on a hard copy that you can put in your your toolbox or your trailer just order a back issue of supercard illustrated it was the april issue we had all the schedules in so folks uh david i think that's pretty much going to wrap up another issue of the happy hour with howden ekn trackside live from shano wisconsin wrap it up you want you gonna sing it fabulous thunderbird <laughs> i'll take it all right, folks, uh, I want to thank, obviously, our sponsors, FirstCart.com and Italian Motors. Uh, you can reach them, as we say, at ItalCart.com. Uh, our guests today, we had Brett Smurs and uh, Michael Vinsek, our two drivers that we gave scholarships to to head to the Formula BMW licensing course over in Valencia, Spain. They had a great job, and they really represented uh, Formula Car Magazine, eFormula Car News, and the, and the karting publications as well. Very well for us, and uh, I'm thrilled to hear about that. We had Stars of Karting's Paul Zalud on the hot seat, a couple of great Great things coming up with the Henderson race, the street race, and the PRI karting, uh, the all-star karting program they're putting on there. Uh, a pretty basic discussion uh, in the roundtable. We're all in agreement that karting uh, can be everything to everybody. It's what it is, folks. It's amateur, it's development, and it's career pro. Which it is love. what you make of it. It's exactly right. It's there for you. Uh, we had uh, Jamie Siraki from Franklin Motorsports and Steve Welk from Linear Sport and GBR Racing. I want to thank them for being with us here as well. That is another edition, show number 12 of the EKN Trackside Live Happy Hour with Howden. We got another. And just a quick update. Oh. We will be renaming it eventually. I was just going to say that. We have we got some names we're looking at. We got to work on it, but probably maybe after Supernats. You think so? I think. wait that long? Maybe Woodbine. I don't know. It's kind of pushing it. But All right. We'll come up with something We'll cool. see what happens, but we, we, we will be getting on that. Well, that's it, folks. We're going to wrap things up. Firstcart.com, Italian Motors, thank you again. The EKN Happy Hour with Howden. This one's in uh, the tank. We'll call it Book It.